This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. It's a few days before Christmas, so we're going to talk today about some of the gadgets that would be welcome in any fly fisher's Christmas stocking. Dave, does your family do Christmas stockings? We sure do, and they're always packed with goodies, but I would rather have a uh, $1,000 gift certificate this year. (laughs) (laughs) The gadget I'm looking for is a brand new fly rod. Oh man, that'd be great. Well, we do stockings too, and yeah, sometimes it gets out of hand. Uh, The stockings for the last few years have spilled over into grocery bags (laughs) but last year i got a 50 dollars gift certificate to a montana fly shop and i thought that was really cool given that we live in the burbs of chicago so uh kudos to my kids on that one although how far does 50 dollars really go not very far it'll it'll get you maybe one gadget or a couple little gadgets exactly it doesn't doesn't go that far it doesn't well hey what kind of gadget would you like to find in your christmas stocking that's kind of what we're talking about today i'm more of a minimalist steve you're really the gadget guy not me really i don't think of myself that way i mean what do i have in my fly vest that you don't have in yours that's true but i am uh i'm a fast follower so you're an early adopter so you get the most recent gadgets and then I look what you have and I go, oh yeah, I need one of those too. <laughs> well, that's true. My family accuses me of, well, that's why they get me gift certificates. They say, you always have the stuff before we get it for you. All right. So what are your favorite gadgets? I mean, what are the kinds of things that you'd like to uh, find in your stocking? Let's begin by saying we are going to broaden the definition of gadget. I mean, the word gadget really refers to some sort of mechanical device that's novel or something like that. So I'm going to just broaden it to whatever is really handy or unique and so i would say yeah something you don't need i mean a a fly rod and a fly reel is not a a gadget i mean you can't catch fish when you're fly fishing without that yeah true so i would probably say the first gadget is my uh my satchel so um several years ago when i was out in uh, utah and i had a guide and it was a young guy about 22 years old he was using a satchel as opposed to like a fanny pack or a fly vest Mm -hmm. and it was quirky enough that i said you know i have to get me one of those and so yeah so i purchased one and to be honest with you the jury is still out whether i like it i've been using it now for two years i Mm. realize i probably need a new one uh it's gotten wet several times and perhaps that's one of the downsides of it but i do like it the problem Mm -hmm. is it ends up being more like a junk drawer because yeah. even though there are pockets on the inside, everything is like a tossed salad inside. And on the one hand, I actually really like it. So I probably will purchase yeah. another one. I think it's Fish Pond is the, is the brand okay. that, I, that has one. Mm-hmm. There's not actually a lot of satchels. What's so. it made out of? It looks like yours is canvas. Is that right? It looks like canvas. And mm-hmm. I would say if they could improve it, they it would be great for them to have something that's more waterproof right. or at least water resistant. Yeah, like a, like most fly vests exactly yeah. and and maybe it is but uh the it seems like i've gotten it wet several times and when you're mm-hmm. up to your chest uh try not to go you know that deep you know yeah. or to that the water that high but it just happens but i do like it and i like it because it's right there on the side i can reach in i don't have everything organized i think 
things that are too organized, it's hard to reach mm-hmm. in and get what you need. But the problem is when it gets too too uh, full and all yeah. of a sudden it's just packed. Well, I'm going to keep watching on that because I'm a I'm a vest guy and, and I, I like the fly vest. But if you suddenly start catching more fish, which hasn't happened yet, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, well then I might say, man, it's got to be that satchel. But no, that it is kind of a cool thing. Um, one of the gadgets that I really like is this little bottle of Orvis Shake and Float. And I've had it for years. I mean, I, I keep thinking, I'm going to have to replace this. But what it is, it's full of these little white crystals that suck the water and the slime from your fly. So, you know, you're, you're fly fishing, you're, you're dry fly fishing. And even though you put some kind of floatant on it before you uh, cast it the first time, still after it's been in the water a little bit, and especially after you catch a fish, uh, I mean, it, it's waterlogged. And so what you do is you open up the lid to this little uh, bottle and you, you actually put the fly in it and, and you don't have to take it off of your, your tippet or your lead or anything like that, but you put your fly in it and then you, you shake it and uh, you, you pull it out and presto, it, it really is dry and it may look like it's got a little bit of white powder on it, but... I've had people tell me that it's the same stuff that a lot of hobbyists use for uh, drying flowers, but uh, that little bottle is, uh, it's, it's great stuff. Do you think that that actually floats better than does, uh, you know, does your fly float better? Well, I always put the fly floating on it, but, but it does because it's, it's dry. And it, it amazes me, even, even though I may false cast to kind of whip the fly dry, that there's nothing like putting it in that shake and float. And it really does seem to suck the moisture out of it. So, yeah, it, it, definitely, it definitely floats better. And you can tell, I mean, after you've uh, uh, put the fly in that stuff and you can just shake it for three four seconds and pull it out it's like man uh, it, it looks like the fly did when you first pulled it out of your fly box so good stuff and i i use the orvis but i i would assume there's other uh you know other companies that that sell that too a gadget that I use is, is uh, well, I should say a gadget that we use, uh, and again, I don't know that this is a novel uh, gadget, but our two-way radios. And uh, since we fly fish a lot in Montana, and in many of the places that we go, there's no cell coverage, uh, we just made it a discipline to make sure that we each have a radio. It's right. always hard to get that thing turned on and yeah. you always have to recharge it. And at night, if you if you're out there for three or four days, you always have to remind yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that I think it's not like, it's not a, it really isn't a novelty. Right. It isn't when you're in bear country. And, and even if there's, there's no concern about bears, I mean, one slip and you know, you can break an ankle or something and it's good to have those. Yeah, for sure. And it's also great when you're mocking other fly fishers as they, (laughs) you know, like we did last year. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Actually, we're not that bad. But uh, if you don't look up and say hi to us and you grunt as you push your way past us, we're probably going to uh, chat about you on our two ways. And we've uh, we've passed along some fly fishing tips and probably, you know, razzed each other. Hey, I just caught a 15 inch or, you know, what are you doing over there? I remember last year at uh, we were fishing Hopper Run in in uh, Yellowstone Park, uh, you made you know you, you sh- 
gave me a call on the on the uh, two-way saying that you had, you know, let's go deeper and you started to catch more fish, which is a great tip. So the two-ways are, yeah. are great for a lot of reasons. That's right. It's a, it's a fun gadget. And like you said, it's just, uh, sometimes it's just indispensable. One of the things that I've, I've just gotten recently, uh, a gadget that uh, I guess my family can't put in my stocking because I already bought it. <laughs> Although I used a gift certificate for part of it. Uh, it's a waiting staff. And I've been thinking about this for years. We've talked about waiting in other podcasts and the importance of uh, even a waiting staff. And I've typically used what's alongside the, you know, the, the river along, yeah, I was going to say stream. No, you don't need a waiting staff when you're in a stream. But if we're near a river, I'll, I'll just find a, a tree branch and use that. But I finally broke down and bought a waiting staff and I kind of like with you, the jury's out until I use it. thing that I'm not sure I like is it's one more thing to lug along, one more thing to get in the way, but you know, it, it's, uh, you can clip it to your belt, and I actually like the Orvis better than the Sims because it assembles in seconds. I'm not going to try to describe that, but if, if you look at both of them, and I figured, you know, I'll probably buy the Sims. I, I like both companies, but Sims is in Bozeman, Montana. I have friends who work there but honestly the Orvis just it, it sold me on it because I tried it out in the fly shop I looked at both of them and literally the Orvis you can assemble in seconds the Sims takes a little bit longer how much did it cost or roughly give me a, a range oh I'm gonna say what a, do the waiting sticks? I'm gonna say about 150 bucks with the retractor you can get the the, the waiting staff for maybe around 100 or 110 but then they sell this retractor that's that's nice because um, I guess it's like anything else if it gets away from you it could float away and the nice thing too is you can just pull it out of the the sheath and assemble it quick and use it and then you know it goes right back you know in its in its sheath so nah, you wouldn't have to have the retractor but I think it makes sense plus it's a gadget. Right. And I'm a exactly. gadget guy. And you're a gadget guy. You're an early adopter <laughs> That's of right. gadgets. So not yeah. only are you a gadget guy, you're an early adopter. You get the most latest, oh, man. or the latest, excuse me, gadget. I and, know. Uh, and then make me feel guilty I for know. not having it. So. so what else do you like, Dave? What other gadgets? Well, you mentioned uh, the, uh, um, the the retractor for the waiting stick. I think, um, uh, I mean, I like the magnetic net holder. Oh, those uh, are cool. net retractors, you know, yep. which you attach to the back of your fly vest or shirt, of course. Yep. When you're walking in country with brush, you know, sometimes those things will, you know, extend in the, as they catch a branch mm-hmm. and then snap back on your yep. uh, on your back. But I think those are basic. It sounds real obvious, but those are just really nice so that you can reach back there and then um, and let it go and let it snap back to the to the magnet. Oh, so. I know. And that's where you want the magnet. It's just cool, isn't it? You, you reach behind your neck. That's usually where it's your, your net is hanging and you just kind of get it back there and snap into place. It, it's just one of those little joys of fly fishing, isn't it? It is. It really is. <laughs> Although I've noticed some of the newer nets have the longer handles. I've been thinking actually about getting yeah. a different net. Actually, I just purchased another one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Where do those, do they have the retractors on those as well? I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, nets can be gadgets too. And and I've thought about that. And I'm like, why? You know, there's new styles of nets and some of the new uh, baskets instead of the, the you know, the, the mesh. Uh, it, it's more of a, 
plastic. It's more of a plastic, yeah. and so less chance for your fly to get tangled in that. Yeah, here's another one. Uh, this is probably obvious, and, and I suppose you could say this is this is absolutely necessary, but we'll put it in the gadget category. If you're a new fly fisher, and that would be the little nipper or snips. It looks like a nail clipper, uh, and, and those are great. I mean, any, you know, any excess... Uh, you know, leader material, when you tie a knot or you tie the tip it onto your fly, you just snip it off with that. Uh, those are great. Uh, also, the scissors forceps to remove hooks from the fish's mouth and to crimp hooks. And then both of these need to be on a retractor, also called a zinger. So those are uh, those are little things that aren't that expensive, but uh, they're, they're huge. I, I use those all the time. So the next gadget will just reveal how much of a minimum Minimalist, I really am. Uh, <laughs> the next gadget I'm gonna is a book. It's called The Pocket Guide to Western Hatches by Dave Hughes. Yeah. So uh, it's just one of those little books that I take along just to remind me um, of the basics of of uh, fly patterns and understanding the different flies and making sure that I'm continuing uh, to grow in in that. That's not something I default to. There's some people who t- are very technical uh, in their fly fishing, and you know they love to fly tie and they're you know they're almost geeks when it comes to to entomology. I am not that. So um, so it's an area that I've always had to make sure that I'm growing in and make sure I'm I'm increasing my you know my ability to understand and read waters and what. Yeah. Yeah. coming off the water and what's hatching so but so this little pocket guide uh by david hughes um is just a great little book that really I is really recommend just to have with you in your yeah. vest um if you see something that you don't recognize just to you know pop in there and to mm-hmm. um and to identify yeah the insect at least throw it in your truck or your vehicle so it's, it's right there you know so that you have it uh, you you mentioned fly tying, and that that's something that you know we're not going to talk about today. But if you tie flies, wow, there's all kinds of little uh, gadgets. I mean, fly fishing and fly tying is a very gadget intensive hobby. It really is, but and that makes it fun because some of the stuff too really isn't that expensive. No, it isn't. And um, again, being more of a minimalist, I'm all about catching the fish. So if it if it helps me catch the fish, right. I'm going to purchase it. If yeah. it's not, it's it, you know. I if it makes something easy and it has to be light too that's yes, the other thing absolutely. and i don't want to be you know i don't want my fly vest to be like a flak jacket to be that heavy i mean it's you know every little bit of gear just like with backpacking it just adds more weight well here's a final uh, little uh, gadget that uh, i can guarantee you will not weigh hardly anything at all and that's a neck gaiter and and these things have just kind of become popular i actually got one for my son who uh, I guess wanted in a drawing at a at a Shields Sporting Goods out in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and he gave it to me. He says, "I don't think I'll use this." And I thought, ah, "I don't like stuff around my neck." But this this neck gaiter, uh, it's just amazing because you can you can pull it up over your head, and it really protects you from the sun. Yeah, I, I mean, I wear it even in the summer, even when it's warm. Uh, it's it's great when it's cooler. Um, you just keep it around your neck and then you can pull it up over your your face and over your head as as necessary so it's uh yeah i I like it you you find them in fly shops now and there's all kinds of patterns you can get some that look like a brown trout or like a brook trout i haven't gone that far mine's just white but uh 
I think I did a, a camo one last year. Yeah. I purchased yeah. a camo one after you purchased one, then I purchased Yeah, one. that's right. There we There's go. There's a pattern again. here, I know. my friend. I know it. <laughs> well, hey, that'll do it for today. If you have any gadgets that you'd be thrilled to find in your Christmas stocking or a gift idea for the fly fisher who has everything, please go to twoguysinariver.com and comment on this podcast link. Tell us what your favorite fly fishing gadgets are. And also be sure to follow us on Twitter and uh, like us on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram. And to subscribe to our podcast, you can do it via iTunes if you have an iPhone or Stitcher if you have a Droid. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Fly fishing.